Hey, Josh. So sometimes you hear us, you hear Josh and I on Wednesdays at Shel- in Shelter and Peace, but we are now here on Friday because we have special things going on this week. We have got our spring pledge drive for the Quest Radio because this is our opportunity to reach out to each of you and say, hey, we're feeding you. We're doing all this work at the station to um, let the Holy Spirit and God just go over the airwaves to everybody out there. And this is your opportunity to offer something back up, to offer up your gifts as well. I mean, all of us, I think, especially as Catholic Christians, we are so great at giving and serving and just generosity of heart, generosity of spirit, praying. And so that's what we are going to talk about this hour is all the ways that you can let the Holy Spirit just work through you. And whether that's financially or whether that's with your prayer, and we'll talk about other opportunities as well. But uh, Josh, how many people do we want to make sure we hear from this hour? I don't know. I think maybe 14 would be cool. 14's good. You know what? 16's my favorite number. 16, okay. I, I think I want to go. Annie, what do you 16 think? 16 sounds good, guys. 16 we sounds We can do it. Great. We got 16 last hour. Let's get another 16 this oh, hour. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Kathy and Patty were on. They were amazing. And their guest, Lori, they were amazing the last hour. And um, so, yes, I think that's a great idea. I think that's And we idea. definitely want to thank all those who donated on the, I almost said last hour, but two hours ago in the 9 a.m. hour, you know, we want to thank Anonymous for donating, Linda F. from Roswell, Keith S. from Coming, Eleanor E. from Johns Creek, Jonathan S. in Roswell, Michael H. in Atlanta, Brian B. in Alpharetta, Susan D. in Roswell, Denise G. and Scott M. of Atlanta, Mike A. of Marietta, Christine C. of Dunwoody, Betty B. of Powder Springs, Kathleen L. in Alpharetta, Bob and Steph E. in Coming, Blair C. of New Orleans, Keith C of Dun Keith C of Dunwoody, Katie S in New York, New York. So we had some wonderful long away wow. folks. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. so any of our friends who are far away. So Josh, you got anybody far away? Oh, all over the place. Yeah. yeah. If you've seen me and you're living in another state, come come th- throw some money our way. We would love that. And I always thought that was cool. Anonymous donated. You gotta be pretty bold to name your child anonymous. <laughs> That is courageous right there. That is. There you go. You know, and Josh, you also do your comedy routine on cruise ships. So there may be people from all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. And that is something really cool, you know. And I think one of the greatest things I hear after I do stand up on a ship, one of the most common... one of the most common compliments I get, probably the most consistent, is thank you for not using language on stage. Mm. Which bad is, language? Yeah, bad language. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that would be no different. Language no language at all. No language at all, yeah. He wow. actually does pantomime on stage. Exactly. <laughs> He's ahead of his time. So, hey, we would love for you guys to chime in and support this amazing station that is feeding our souls, and I know it's feeding yours, too. I mean, this is just such a... Just such an incredible thumbprint in Catholic awesomeness in the airwaves of Atlanta. So will you please donate? We got 470-508-1160. Call 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com. That is thequestatlanta.com. But before we go even further, would you mind if I just teed us off in a quick prayer? That would be awesome, Josh. Thank you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, I pray that you guide us, direct us, and lift us up during this amazing hour that you just press your love, your joy, and your mercy, grace, and goodness on uh, the hearts of all listeners. Mm -hmm. I pray that um, 
you send some amazing people to help support this station and perpetuate your message and your your uh, message of hope and that you protect and guide and care for all of us during these uncertain times as I know you will and help us remember that the joy of the Lord is always our strength and I ask this in Jesus holy name amen in the name of the amen. Father Son and the Holy Spirit amen Amen. That's awesome. Thank you, Josh. Thank Thank you. You You know, and one of the reasons I say those people who may be listening from around the world is because if you haven't been listening um, or you haven't heard us say it, because we are also on the Atlantic, the questatlanta.com, which is where that donate now button is, but also there's a listen live button that's on that. And so you can actually stream us no matter where you are in the world. My dad was in Portugal a couple of years ago wow. when I was on air, and he was listening to us from Portugal. He was able to stream us from his computer. That's awesome. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I was just checking that earlier. Yeah. So we have this little way we can see what kind of countries are listening, which wow. obviously most of the time it's the United States, but there's someone listening from Belize. Oh, so wow. they've been listening the last couple of days, so it's pretty interesting. Well, That's hello, really cool. our listener in Belize. We are going to pray for you. We don't know who you are, but we are praying for you right now, our listener in Belize. And we just thank you for, for tuning in and for whatever God is doing in your life. Oh, that's really cool. So Belize, is that is that's the Bahamas, right? Yeah, Central America. Central. Close, Josh. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I do comedy. I don't know <laughs> any geography. Well, one of those all. cruise ships you're on might go to Belize. That's so. what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. I was like, did we maybe get a pit stop? We do a lot of Grand Caymans. Where do we do? We do Honduras. Yeah. We've, well, it's near Honduras. Yeah, Belize. Near Honduras. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Roatan. Um, Jamaica. I've gotten to uh, cruise through Jamaica a couple of times. That's really cool. So, well, what's cool is the Holy Spirit is in all those places. You know, yes. whether they're listening to us or not, we know the Holy Spirit is there. And yes, yeah. you know, yeah. it's interesting. I'll say this story. So, I, you know, I definitely get hungry for the sacraments when I'm on the sh- the ship, and you got to be pretty creative when you're doing stand up comedy on a cruise ship to get to mass or, or whatever. Some days you are at at sea for multiple days, but then you port and you might port at a specific time when there aren't masses and you're in these different countries. So I one time got off the ship and I ran. When we were in Nassau, Bahamas, I ran to a parish. I guess there's the main one called like, I think it's St. Xavier Cathedral or something. And um I get the groundskeeper, he kindly opens the chapel for me, and so I got to go in there and do like a little holy hour or whatever and pray. And um, I was like, can I, is there a priest? Can I just, you know, because we're going to be at sea on Sunday, I just would really like to receive communion. Uh-huh. And um, he's like, well, you know, he's not here right now, but this is what it car, his car looks like. That's the rectory. If you see this car in front of the rectory, you know, you can go and reach out. So... I after my holy hour, I look out and that that car's there. Uh-huh. So I go and I ring the doorbell in front of the the rectory. In this um, big, it was must have been the most awkward introduction ever because I ring the like the walkie talkie doorbell thing. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm yeah, talking about, yeah, right? I do, I do. And he's like, "Hello." I'm like, "Hi, I'm a I'm a stand up comedian. I'm performing on Carnival cruise ships. I'm not going to be able to go to mass tomorrow. Can I have communion from you?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like. Just a second. And he comes outside and he lets me in this huge Bahamian priest, awesome guy, celebrates mass with me, gives me communion at his dinner table. And drops a homily for me and goes like through the different, like he goes like through, um, it was a really cool homily actually. He went all the way back from Genesis to like... (laughs) 
and just started listing all these great people in the Bible that had all these flaws and how God used every single one of them. And, you know, God uses all these people to accomplish his will in spite of their imperfections, right? And so it was like super duper cool. I remember when I left, he's like, man, this is just, even if I never see you again, this makes my day. A comic came like here to, he said, said, I've never had this happen before. That is amazing. Wow. So, so, you know, as you're telling that story, you said he went all the way back to Genesis. I was thinking, okay, so he's like, okay, this guy's a comic on a cruise ship. I've only got him for a few minutes. I need to make sure he knows every word in the Bible. I'm going to take him all the way. Genesis to Revelation. I'm going to take them all the way. That is awesome. You know, actually, I, um, in my thirst for for God, one time I almost got arrested. Did I ever tell you that story? No, I didn't. Yeah. So I also, yeah, I also travel for my work as well when I do have work, which I don't have any work right now. You don't have any work either, right? Yeah. Uh, I've gotten actually, by the grace of God, some cool side projects going oh, on okay. I've, I've gotten to pitch some stuff to ewtn which we'll see how that goes and oh. then okay um, listeners pray for that pray for yeah that. yeah yeah that's pretty cool and then um i've gotten to do a skype stand-up comedy class that i, oh, that's <laughs> I awesome. teach so yeah and um oh not skype i'm sorry zoom, zoom. Right? yeah zoom, that's yeah. that's it and then yeah. So yeah, I've gotten to do some things and and um but things are creeping but it's still super slow shows uh-uh, uh-uh. yeah yeah no, i haven't yeah. had any shows during this this time book shows yeah so um shows. okay before i tell you my story about how i got arrested i do want to give out our number and our website one more time because as you're listening please as the spirit as the holy spirit moves you we do ask you to offer and uh, support us support catholic radio with your financial contributions because we are listener supported so you can call us at 470-508-1160 that number again is 470 470- Five zero eight eleven sixty or thequestatlanta.com. So um, yeah, my work is pretty much gone right now because I travel and I do um, I do facilitation and leadership mm-hmm. training for leaders all over the world. And you know, since we can't have groups of more than ten together, yeah. nobody wants to do that these days. But I was up in um, the New England area one time for a training class, and I went out for a run. And as I was running through this quaint little New England town. Um, I ran by a Catholic church and I thought, oh, I just, I would love to go in and pray. Oh God, this is awesome. The church is right here. I'm going to go in and pray. So I run up in my running clothes and go in and it's empty. I open the door, you know, creaks mm-hmm. open. It's beautiful in there, dark wood. It's all kind of quiet and dark and beautiful. And I go up to the front and I kneel and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm probably praying for a good five to seven minutes. And I hear, I hear footsteps coming behind me. And I turn around and I look, and at the, behind me there is a priest and a police officer. Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> like, oh, uh, hi. What, what time was it? It was about, um, probably about maybe six or seven in the evening. You know, I'd finished my work for the day and I'd gone out for oh, a run. Wow. Six or seven in the evening, and I said, "Oh, hi!" And they they they're looking at me. And they're trying to decide whether to be threatened or not by this five foot two <laughs> woman in in running clothes. And um, I'm just smiling. Hi, you, what what what's going on? And they said, "Um, what are you doing?" And I said, "Um, I'm praying." And they said, "Uh, how did you get in here?" I said, "I opened the door." <laughs> And apparently I had tripped a silent alarm. The door was supposed to be locked. The cleaning crew or whoever had left had not closed the door all the way. And so when I opened the door, it just opened right open. And I tripped a silent alarm and the police came and everybody came. And they were so worried about this, you know, intruder. And it was just me coming to see Jesus, really. That's so so it was it was pretty funny. But, you know, I think sometimes we do have to go above and beyond 
to, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, to receive the sacraments these days is challenging. Sometimes we do have to go above and beyond. But you know what? Because of the grace of Catholic Radio, because of the gift of Catholic Radio, we have so much right there at our disposal. Absolutely. You know, we don't have to go breaking into churches. You don't have to go ringing some beautiful um, Jamaican priest doorbell in the middle of his dinner, right? You can just uh, stream at thequestatlanta.com or listen to us on your app or um or, or tune in at 1160 a.m. and you've got all this amazing Catholic content ready for you Absolutely. Um, 24-7. You get to hear from so many different theologians, so many different types of um, speakers. You know, yesterday, Josh, you got to share with people kind of what brought you to Catholic Radio or why it's so important to you. Yeah. Um, and I realized afterwards that I hadn't really shared much about that. But for me, um, it's interesting. I My walk with Christ, as I've said before, I'm a cradle Catholic, you know, born and raised Catholic. I was baptized in the Vatican when I was a few months old. I was, because I was, we were living in Europe. I was raised on a Catholic wow. island, 98% Catholic. We, each village had our own patron saint, which was amazing. <laughs> cool. It was awesome. And um, when I was about 23, I was here in Atlanta and I was invited to go on Curcio. And I'm sure we've got a lot of Curciistas out there. De Caloris, everybody, call us, give money to Catholic Radio. 470-508-1160. Awesome. <laughs> so, um, but it changed my life. Going to Curcio changed my life. And as a 23-year-old, you know, I came to really understand the love of Christ. And I came to understand that I could have this 24-hour relationship with God. It wasn't just a, wow. you know, on the weekend type of thing. And at that point, God did a number of amazing things in my life through some amazing people. And I started deciding, I decided I was a real driven person. I had really had these goals that I wanted to accomplish. And I decided I wanted to be a called person. You know, God, I want you to use me and call me. And so for the rest of my life, it's really been a lot of taking the wheel. Josh, yesterday you said about, you know, if if Jesus is my co-pilot, I'm in the wrong seat, yeah. right? You know, I had a lot of those, you know, where I'm the pilot. No, you're the pilot, you know, arguing over that. But what happened is when I came out of Curcio, I was on fire. I was so on fire for my faith. I wanted to learn so much more. And you know what? The Holy Spirit gets a hold of you. He just gives you this thirst for the word, the living word of God. He gives you the thirst for being able to serve and do whatever you can. So I came out and I was like, I don't have a Bible. I need a Bible. You know, I probably had one from high school. I went to Catholic high school, you know, in boxes someplace in my basement. So I went to a bookstore. I bought a Bible. I had no idea there was a difference between a Catholic Bible and a Protestant Bible. Um, I still love my Bible. And um, now I have a number of Bibles because I had to make sure I got... um, so many different study Bibles and stuff, but, but it didn't even, I didn't even know that. And then I was so thirsty that, um, I was serving in my parish, which was Christ the King at the time, doing a lot of things in my parish, but I was also really hungry. I was out in my car, you know, going to work from work, all that. So I was listening to a lot of Christian radio and it was amazing. First, I was listening to Christian radio that had music. So first I started to get um, a lot of scripture poured into me through a lot of beautiful Christian music. And then I started listening to Christian radio and a lot of wonderful theologians. And I learned so much and I became much more steeped in um, scripture I started to understand and learn how to how to pray um, extemporaneously instead of just memorized prayer. I learned so much, but all those theologians, there were never any Catholic theologians on those stations. And mm-hmm. um, what's fascinating to me is now, just in the two years that I've been listening to the Quest, and I actually got to be involved in the Quest when when it was we were still in the dining room days. Annie, I met you there in Carol's sure dining did. room. Yep. Dining room days. Yep. Um, that was just over two years ago when wow. I showed up at the dining room for the first time. 
And um, in these two years, I've learned so much more about my faith and the Catholic faith, because here's the deal. God put me in a really cool position where I like to tell people I'm bilingual. I speak Protestant and Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) And so he put me in this really cool, unique position where I get to be a bridge between my Protestant brothers and sisters and my Catholic brothers and sisters and help people understand where we are so much the same and, and where there are some misunderstandings about how we're different. And so I, as I answer questions of people, you know, I, I knew a lot of the answers to a lot of questions like, no, we don't worship Mary, you know, um, we don't, uh, we don't talk to dead people, you know, they're just different things like that. I was able to answer questions, but by listening to the Quest Atlanta radio, I've been able to really understand through these amazing theologians, many of whom were Catholic, went into the Protestant ministry even for a while, and then came back to the Catholic Church, you know, like like Al Cresta and some of the others, um, I can answer questions, you know, so yeah. I can use this to continue to evangelize in so many different ways, um, which is awesome. So if you would like to support us in that mission, we would love for you to call in now at 470-508-1160 or hit the Donate Now button that's on our website at thequestatlanta.com. So, Josh, um, you I, I came in during the dining room days, but you've got involved in um, the quest in a number of different ways as well. Can you tell us some of those stories? Yeah. So interesting story. Before I go on, I promise that I would give a shout out to my amazing mother, Manel DeBose. I love you. You're the best Aww. mom ever. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's there awesome. we go. And that's, call in. <laughs> and call in. Um, I can yeah. say that because I'm a mom. <laughs> Jesus, wonderful mom. Yes, in support, support for sure. So uh, yeah, so I was get, I was getting off a cruise ship and actually, so like I said, I was supposed to host a show, one of the hours, I think, during their initial mm-hmm. pledge drive. And mm-hmm. <laughs> this was right around when the cruise ship, I got off the ship and I think I got an email or a message from uh, one of the guys who was going to be with me on that hour and was like, you know, maybe you should just call in. <laughs> And I kind of understand that because, you know, the cruise ship was sort of the, uh, I don't know, the the mascot of Corona at that, that time. So unfortunately, they end up canceling the, the whole thing because it was just too big of a, you know, they wanted to have, I think it was out of consideration for what was going on. And, you know, so anyway, then I, you guys start doing Shelter in Peace, which is this amazing hour between you and Janice that y'all had started, which was just to hope, uh, help provide hope and mm-hmm. healing and just, uh, you know, a prayerful presence during this time of uncertainty when so much of the media was pointing in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So I was one of the guests. I call in one day and, um, I think we had a, we had a good chat. And I think two or three days later, some things, uh, you, your co-host uh, ended up having to step down for some personal reasons, and I get a call from uh, from you saying, hey, you know, I'm looking for a co-host, and I was praying about it, and your name popped into my head. And so I've also got this email list where I send out funny videos and things from time to time from my funnyjosh.com site. And so I... I, you said when you were praying, <laughs> that exact moment, I think you said when mm-hmm. we were praying, you got an email from me. Yes. Um, which I was like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. And you know what? And I've got to add to that because I was praying and I was actually praying with a girlfriend who has got a beautiful spirit of prayer and power, wow. real intercessory prayer. And as we were praying, she said, 
Mari, I see you all saving lives by, as, as uh, the words go out over the airwaves, people's souls, you know, here at the radio, our goal is to save a million mm-hmm. souls. And she said, I see you saving lives. I see people's lives being saved through the radio station. Mm-hmm. So she and I are praying and we're praying about who's going to be the co-host. And I said, I'm going to call Josh and, and we're praying for you. So that email you sent, do you remember the title of your email? Let's save lives together. Yes, that was the email. And I had never (laughs) gotten an email from Josh before. It popped up on my phone. So she and I finished praying. I opened my email to look up something. And there's an email from Josh that says, let's save lives together. Wow. I didn't know that part of the story. And it's because I was doing a fundraiser for the pregnancy aid clinic. Yes. That's crazy. Okay, that's... <laughs> I know, don't you have goosebumps? The Holy Spirit is yeah, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. It's just God showing off. And here's the thing. <laughs> when I, when you told it to me, like I think I was closing my eyes and praying on the phone. And I think that there's some prayers... Let me get quiet. Let me do some discernment. Let me, you know, let the Holy Spirit like start to whisper and I can tune in and see what it's, you know, God is saying. But I tell you, there's some prayers where I think God just really wants me to make a move about something right away. And I started praying about this. And literally, before I even finished the prayer, I felt like I just heard God on a megaphone just say, do it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, before I even finished. And it just, like, it's one of those things, um, regardless of what was on my calendar, I just, you know, what's going to lead me and others closer to Christ? And this was a, you know, a no-brainer. So, yeah, I've gotten to jump on this thing with you. It's been a lot of fun. I was a little... I'll be honest, a little frustrated at first because I was in the middle of quarantine and this required me to shower. <laughs> and we Not thank big, you. Yeah. We thank you for doing I, that. Yeah. <laughs> Had to get out of the sweatpants. Um, by the way, have you ever worn sweatpants in public on like a normal, like that's the problem with me. You know what I mean? When I go out and I'm like going into the world, it's sweatpants. Like I wish I could just wear sweatpants everywhere. I don't know about you guys, but it's that decision. If you wear sweatpants in public, you're like, well, I probably wasn't going to find love today. So you're just making a bold decision right there. <laughs> You never know when you put on whatever you put on. You know, so that's why we said put on the armor of Christ. I know. Put not, on the armor of Christ. Not the sweatpants of Christ. There you go. Else. There you go. There you go. Yeah, they're yoga pants, not broga pants. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so anyway, I've started hosting the show, and it's been so amazing because you've really challenged me to go deeper into my faith. You know, we started talking about Exodus on the first day. Mm-hmm. We were on the air together, and um, I was like, man, I need to. I mean, I've just gotten the cliff notes. I need to read the whole story. And I'm not going to lie. Reading all of Exodus was like a hostage situation, but it was a lot of reading, but it was so rich and all of the amazing stuff in there that pointed towards Christ. I mean, so, you know, it's just, it's really challenged me to dive deep into my faith. And I have this amazing Didache Bible that is just lined with the catechism of the Catholic Church's cliff notes at the bottom. So, um, yeah, you guys have really inspired me. And by the way, we hope we've inspired you. If you've tuned into this station with any regularity, I know it has inspired you and increased your faith and caused you to be a better disciple of Jesus. So could you help perpetuate that message and help other people do the same thing and uh, just blossom the fruits of the Holy Spirit by calling in and donating? It's 470-508-1160, 470-508. One one six zero, or you can go to thequestatlanta.com, thequestatlanta.com. That is great. And so you've just heard both Josh and I have just been so encouraged
encouraged by the Quest Atlanta and and edified and enlightened and um and and some of it is by amazing theologians and we're going to give you a real brief clip from one of those amazing theologians Dr. David Anders who is on call to communion every day Monday through Friday. Let's go to Paloma now in Cornelius North Carolina listening on Sirius XM 130 Paloma's a first time caller. Hey Paloma, thank you for calling. What's on your mind today? Hi, thank you for taking my call. I'm a Catholic, but um, I have really never dared to ask what's the difference between a Catholic and a Christian. Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate the question. So, if you read the Bible, you will see that Jesus does not speak about something called Christianity. It's not a word that he uses, it's not a concept that he uses, and neither do the apostles use this word or this concept. Instead, Jesus talks about something called the church, and like he says to St. Peter in Matthew chapter 16, you are the rock, and on this rock I will build my church. And he tells us what this church is, it's a society governed by the apostles, and and their successors, mm-hmm. and the society has a job. The job is to teach everything he has commanded, to hand on his tradition, and to celebrate the sacraments that he instituted. Do this in memory of me, he says. That's the church. That's the category that Christ is concerned about. He's not concerned about something called Christianity. He's concerned about something called the church. And when you go back and read ancient Christian history, ancient lives of those who followed Christ, this is the language that they use. They're interested in, in the Catholic Church, the, the, this society that is Catholic. Catholic means universal. It's found everywhere throughout the world, united together under the leadership of the bishops and in the celebration of the Eucharist. And that society has continued for 2,000 years, and it continues today, and it's the Catholic Church. And that was the one founded by Jesus. But throughout history, there have been people um, who, who have seen parts of Catholicism that they liked and parts that they didn't like, and they tried to break the parts they liked out from that society and then go off and start their own thing. And uh, they did this in a big way in the 16th century, and they were called Protestants, and they took say, part of the Bible. They didn't take the whole Bible. They took part of the Bible, part of the doctrines of the church, some of the church's practices, and they broke away and they started their own groups. And then people broke away from them and broke away from them and broke away from them, and the next thing you know, there's thousands and thousands of these little splinter groups all over the world, and uh, and they've taken little bits and pieces of the Catholic Church, but they don't have the whole thing. Well, what are you going to call those folks? How do you think about them? Well, they're not really part of the Catholic Church fully, right? Because they don't have the whole thing. But they got little pieces of it, and they, they know about Jesus, and they try to follow them. So we, call, we can speak of them as Christians. Christian means somebody who follows Christ. Uh, but they're not fully Catholic because they don't have the whole business, right? They don't have mm-hmm. everything that Christ handed on, just part of it. Okay. So this is a long answer to a short question. But briefly, we, we could say a Christian is anyone who tries to follow Christ sincerely, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, and a Catholic is a Christian who's got the whole message. Oh, okay. Christians, anybody trying to follow Jesus, you know, roughly speaking, um, and a Catholic is a Christian, but a Christian who has the whole truth about Christ and belongs to the society that he founded. The whole package. He's got the whole package. All right. 
So welcome back. And that was a clip from Dr. David Anders at Call to Communion. And it's just one example of the teaching, the theologians, the programming that you will hear on the Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio. Um, He is on, if you'd like to hear more from Dr. David Anders, he's on on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So basically every weekday except Tuesday at 2 p.m. Because on at 2 p.m. on Tuesdays, we have local programming. And that's one of the wonderful things that we can do here at the Quest because we are a local radio station. In addition to bringing you a lot of the programs through EWTN, we can also create our own local programming. And with your support, we can have the funds to be able to even give more, provide more local programming. Um, you know, you've you've heard that during this pandemic, we've been able to bring you the local show Shelter and Peace that the Holy Spirit basically started. Um, and Josh and I host that on Wednesdays at 11. And we also have a wonderful show on um, Tuesdays at 2 with Father Jim Blunt. And so that's just, these are just some of the examples, although we're for free. We don't, we don't actually charge, you know, so any of those funds you send aren't, aren't to pay Josh Mm. and me, right, Josh? I have been taking power bars, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got some chips the other day. (laughs) Um, But Annie, Annie, we always joke, Annie is the only one with real skills around here (laughs) who we uh, do give a little bit of money to. But Annie, how did you get involved in Catholic Radio? Well, um, I was, well, my husband and I, we were volunteering. He had twist my arm a little bit to get us started over at St. Joseph's and Marietta. Shout out St. Joseph's. Mm-hmm. But we were volunteering with the Life Team program over there. And the youth minister there at the time, um, she had she knew that I was looking for a job and that, you know, I had a background in radio. And so she was like, you know, they're trying to start a Catholic radio station. <laughs> And I was like, Catholic radio, that's a thing? Like, I'd never heard of it. Um, and so I was like, okay, I mean, I, I could be a little interested in looking into this. And I talked to my sister, and my sister's like, what do you mean, a little interested? You should be definitely interested in this. <laughs> and so I, Carol had reached, well, actually, Carol and Janice had reached out to me, and um, I met up with Carol to get coffee, which if you listen to the nine o'clock hour, <laughs> you know what that it. means. Um, and so I, I heard her out. She heard what I, you know, had to bring to the table and that I'd interned with a couple of radio stations in Atlanta when I was in college. And, you know, I did not know that when I was looking for a job, I would start as a volunteer, yeah, but you yeah. know, that's how it started. And it's been a beautiful journey trying to, you know, figure out one thing at a time. I'm learning a lot, yeah. uh, wearing lots of hats and, you know, I wouldn't have been able to learn as much as I have at a regular radio station and we're all learning together still. And so we need your help to keep this going. And that number to call is 470-508-1160, or you can go to thequestatlanta.com. But yeah, that's a little, my brief, you know, synopsis of how I got involved. Thank you, Annie. Thank you. So we're heading to break now. And when we come back, we will have a special guest. Hello, I'm Father Terrence Allen from Pinecrest Academy in Cumming. And this is my favorite prayer from St. Ignatius. Let us pray. Take, Lord, and receive all my freedom, my memory, my understanding, and my entire being. All I have and call my own, you have given it all to me. And to you, Lord, I give it back. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. 
you are amazing and wonderful and enough. I think oftentimes we fall into comparison traps and we think I'm not good enough or I'm not like this person. Sally has her kids in dance or Sarah's kids are on honor roll, whatever. Like the Lord knows that you are who's best for your children, right? And your main goal as a mom is to get your kids to heaven. It doesn't really matter. Like when you get to heaven, St. Peter's not like, hey, did you play five seasons of soccer? No. Oh, you had a bad mom. <laughs> or were you on the honor roll? Oh, your mom didn't try hard enough with those flashcards. No, your job as a mom is to love your children, help them to know, love, and serve our Lord and get them to heaven. And the best mom you could be is accepting who you are. Be the best you you can be. You can't be Cameron Fratt. You would be a horrible Cameron Fratt. I can't be my friend Julia, who's amazing and wonderful. I need to be me. So be you, be yourself, and uh, get your kids to heaven. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Does your parish, charitable organization, or ministry have an upcoming event that you'd like to promote? Advertise it on AM 1160, The Quest Community Calendar. It's easy and there's never a fee. Just visit thequestatlanta.com, click on events, and submit your activity or event. Enhance the success of your community outreach event. Take advantage of The Quest Atlanta's complimentary community calendar and gain more exposure to the Metro Faith community. Submit your event at thequestatlanta.com today. So, you love listening to The Quest, but can't always listen live? No worries. Now with the Quest Atlanta app, you never have to miss out. Listen on demand, submit prayer requests, catch up on the latest headlines, and so much more. Available on the App Store and Google Play today. Who would have thought that an early 20th century technology would be the catalyst for the new evangelization for the Catholic Church in the 21st century? We learn about our faith. We make a deeper connection with our Lord and Savior by learning more about how God touches us in our everyday lived experience. Catholic Radio is a way that we come to understand how deeply God loves us and how much we love Him. To donate, go to thequestatlanta.com. This is Father Kevin Peake from All Saints Catholic Church in Dunwoody. You've discovered AM 1160, The Quest, home of listener-supported Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome back to AM 1160 The Quest, Atlanta Catholic Radio, and our Spring share thon I'm Mari Cleveland, and I'm here with my co-host, Josh Harris. Hola. Hola. I never know what voice I'm going to hear when when, we, when I throw it over to you, Josh. It's always... I just, I want to go all movie trailer guy <laughs> in a world. It's always fun and exciting, just like the Holy Spirit, you know? There you go. There, yeah. there it is. There it is. So right before our break, we promised you that we would have a guest for you, and we do have a guest, and we've got John Summers on the radio with us. Hi, John. Hi, how are you? We're great. So I want to tell our listeners a little bit about you. So John is a parishioner at Christ the King. Um, by vocation, he's a contractor, but he also has an amazing heart for his faith and for service, and he's involved um, in a lot of different things, both at his parish as well as, at, I think, at other parishes. And you've done an amazing job of just serving our Catholic radio station as well. You know, and I was, John, I, I said I was going to ask you, what does Catholic radio mean to you? But I think probably I need to ask you um, just the intro question. I just realized, if you want to think about it for a second, 
what was your story? How did you get involved in the quest? You know, we were just talking with Annie and she was searching for a job and had heard about it and had some talents to bring. Um, so, so many of us got roped in by having coffee with Carol, <laughs> um, you know, so there are some amazing stories of how people got involved. But how did you get involved with the Quest radio station, John? Oh, I saw a bumper sticker. Oh, cool. That's, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So so I had I travel a lot at my job. I mean, kind of in the morning and later in the afternoon and I'll make trips. And one day I, I was just getting so sick of regular radio i i actually had it off and there was a car in front of me and had uh the quest catholic radio station wow. whatever it says and and it had the number and so i was like wait a minute i didn't even know there was one <laughs> so i immediately went to it and um and it had apparently had it just started i guess maybe a couple months earlier wow and um and i started listening and i got hooked and and then I called and talked to Carol about uh, becoming a um, a uh, what do you call it a, found, uh, a, a founder? founder? Yeah. And, oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 It was very exciting. That so, is wonderful. Um, That's amazing. And so, I mean, you brought something up. You talked about how you the just the problem. I mean, the I think a lot of us can relate to that. But the the feeling of discontent sometimes with mainstream media. Why do you think Catholic media, especially right now, is so important to support? Well, because it it talks about. I mean, for me, it talks to me about what I want to hear. I want to hear truth. I want to hear. Um, I want to hear about the world, but I want to I want to hear about it through the Catholic perspective, and um, and, and there's a lot of local things that that are happening, you know, in Atlanta that that I didn't know about, and and you know, you don't hear that on mainstream radio. You only you're only going to hear it on uh, the Quest. So um, yeah, it was it was it was great, and I don't. I never listened to any other radio station. Wow, Not that's a, for sure. So that that testimony needs to be on the website front page. I don't listen to anything else. I love that. Hey, um, so when you feel like you're getting such a great uplift from Catholic radio, and and uh, what I mean, are there some favorite shows that really speak to you in particular when you are listening? That that you know, just just add a richness to your life before you answer that yeah. though i just had someone come in and tell me that a donor just called and that if we get three more calls before the end of the hour they're going to give us a thousand dollars yes so if we can get three more calls we can get a thousand dollars for catholic radio just like that so we need three people to call and donate 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com, and click that donate button. We really want to get that extra $1,000. We just need three more calls. Awesome stuff. All right, back, back to our amazing uh, guest star right here. What, what's, what would you say, are there any shows that really speak to you and lift your spirits uh, on this amazing station? Yeah, I, I um, well, I like most of them. Anyhow, uh, but uh, Dr. Anders' uh, call to communion, I, yeah. I really, I really like, even if I'm in the middle of doing something, I'll go online and, and, and listen to it with my, with my earbud. And so I'll be walking around uh, <laughs> a, a job site, and That's I'll great. be listening to it while, while um, 
I'm, I'm checking up on, on my men or, or whatever I'm doing. Uh, that's a real good one. Teresa Tomio in the morning is, oh, she's is always great. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of the other uh, shows um, in the afternoon, later in the afternoon. But I think uh, for me it's been like there's a lot of things. I went to Catholic grade school and high school, and there's a lot of things that I knew, but but and, and they were kind of like disconnected from one another, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. yeah. when mm-hmm. I listen to the shows, um, I've learned so much because now I can, like, connect those dots that, that you know, maybe you, you had a lot of things that you knew, but you, you didn't know how one thing related to the other. And, um, and, and that's what's so great. It's so educational. I mean, it's, it's like learning and, um, and, and enjoyable listening. It's just it's great. That's beautiful. That is wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, and I especially loved how you said, you know, I want to hear truth. I want to hear truth. And, and we forget sometimes that um, really, depending on what we're listening to, there are a lot of lenses on, you know, what we're mm-hmm. hearing. And so yeah. you said, you know, through the Catholic perspective, through that lens, through that lens of, of the Holy Spirit and God really doing that. And I just love that image you gave us, John, about you walking through your job site, you got your earbud in and you got <laughs> truth, you know, you got truth going in. And I'm wondering... If you felt like Catholic Radio has changed you at all, because I'm thinking if I had the Holy Spirit talking to my ear all the time and like you're talking to your men on the job site, something goes wrong on the job site, you know, instead of losing it and, you know, getting, you know, irate or kind of like I'm thinking about what I do as a mom sometimes, you know, the dishes aren't done or nobody fed the dog or whatever. I can lose it at times. Have you found that listening um, and just having that truth in your ear changes how you react to things or how you act just as, as a, in your regular vocation as a contractor? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, if, if, even if I get back in the truck and, and I'm ready to go to another place, the first thing I'm thinking about, whether, no matter what problem I have is, Hey, you know, now's the time to calm down and, and, and relax. And I'll just listen to 1160. That's great. So it brings you to that measure of, of peace and calm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, no doubt about it. And, um, and I, I, I don't know, I've talked to other people about the same thing. And, um, uh, those who listen, uh, agree with me, there is a calming effect to it because you're, um, you're not letting things get to you. Okay. And there's always going to be problems. It's just how you handle them. So that's, this, this mm. has really helped. I love that image of you walking around with the earbud you, during the job site. You look probably look like the Catholic Secret Service, man. That's that's awesome. That is so good. And, you know, I think you bring up something great is, you know, I think that radio is a mood-altering drug, right? And depending on the content, that depends mm. where my mood is going to go. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it is very easy for me to listen to something that's mainstream or, you know, that is filled with, I think, maybe a worldly message. And all of a sudden I could be angry or um, jealous or, you know, plenty of radio can, I think, even with the content, insinuate lust, right? And so, you know, it's so awesome to have something that is so rooted in godliness and uh, designed to, again, help us become, help us get to heaven and be the best versions of ourselves. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. I, I think that the, the mainstream radio that I was listening to, and this is one of the reasons I turned it off, I, I hadn't listened to it. We were on vacation and when I came back, I turned it on, and I thought I was listening to a show that it had been recorded like three weeks earlier, because mm-hmm. it was the exact same stuff. 
Mm. I realized that that it was just it was so divisive and um, toxic, right? It, it's mm. kind of a and and I and I thought, gosh, I I thought I just heard this. Am I going to hear the same thing every day? And I realized that's really what it's been. And then when I found Catholic Radio, it's like, wow, what a variety! There's mm. always something different on. There's always this, and it, and it's uplifting, different. So, um, yeah, I I think there's a there's um, and then in the mainstream shows, there's this competition, right, among hosts for trying to be as outrageous as you can be, no yeah. matter how that plays out, so that so that you can sell spots, you get more people listening, or or whatever that is, and and you you find yourself like locked into that, and then you just shake your head and say, "Wow, what what is going on here? This is just the same stuff day after day after day after day," and it 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 really it that affects you the opposite way of what Catholic Radio does. I mean, the calming effect from Catholic Radio is um, is just in stark comparison, or, or I, I don't even know how to compare it. There is no comparison between that and mainstream radio. That's so. great. You know, and as you said that, John, I really, the image that I got, when especially when you said there's always something different on, was because the Holy Spirit's on the move here, and the Holy Spirit is going through all of these different programs you know everybody who's doing a program on catholic radio their goal is to share the truth of christ their goal is to be a servant to the holy spirit and allow the holy spirit move and so the movement of the holy spirit means that you're going to hear something different each time and that god is going to specifically speak to whatever is going on in your heart because we have got a personal god we've got a personal god Mm -hmm. who wants a personal relationship with you and john when you're getting back from vacation or where when you're getting in your truck after a difficult you know, time on the work site or whether whatever you're doing, God wants to speak to you in your heart. So if you agree with us, with you agree with John, that the world needs more of this calming influence, it needs more of Catholic radio to just offer this hope and this healing and this calming and this peace to people, please support us. And you can do that by calling in to 470-508-1160. That number again is 470-508-1160. Um, or you can hit the Donate Now button on thequestatlanta.com. And so I think we heard a few minutes ago that we need three more listeners to be able to call in for us to get $1,000. Is that right? I've got a little update for you. Okay, tell us, Annie Tales. Come on, y'all. We need one more (gasps) to get that $1,000. One more. So you need to call 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com. And I want to say thank you to everyone who's donated this hour so far. We've got Catherine T. in Alpharetta, Travis and Kelly C. in Sugar Hill, Darren D. Um, in Tracy, California, Dorothy wow. O. in Smyrna, and Patrice M. in Sandy Springs. Thank you, everyone. And we are looking to add your name so we can get that $1,000. So 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com. That Patrice M. In, uh, is one of my friends. Thank you, Patrice. Ah. Yay, that's mm, awesome. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, so John, before we let you go, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about why it's so important to support Atlanta Catholic Radio or anything else that you really want to, that God's put on your heart to share? Your children. Mm. I mean, there's, wow. there's, there's just, just do it for your children and, and, and get them involved. When Before my daughter started driving the school, I would take her to the bus stop and I would always have it on. And she was following along mm. and I thought she, I thought maybe she was tuning out a little bit. And then all of a sudden she would say, what does he mean by that? And, oh, I was, wow. and, and so, so I, 
there there is something about it and and the more kids see you doing it they're gonna they're gonna copycat you well, so. that's beautiful man that's awesome that is awesome and you know what john that goes along with some of the statistics that we hear we we hear that um 70 percent of people who listen to catholic radio say that they are better able to teach their children about the faith yeah. no doubt yeah that's no awesome doubt. That's awesome. And you, you bring up a good point, too. I mean, like you said earlier, depending on what you listen to, I mean, that can dictate my mood for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's if <laughs> based on that, that can also direct or dictate how I'm going to parent for the rest of the day, too. You <laughs> yes, know, I mean, that, me. that mood is going mm-hmm. to resonate and be palpable around my children, regardless if it's uh, positive or negative, right? So, I mean, a lot of times media can kind of wind up the jack-in-the-box, and uh, depending on what I'm feeding myself, that's going to point the direction of how I parent, how I minister, how I evangelize, how I am, uh, you know, just interact with the world in general, right? So I think you bring up such a beautiful point that, like, when we, you know, put some holiness in the gas tank, it's going to be palpable um, with all the relationships we have later that day, right? And it's like a mentor of mine says, Josh, if you're angry, it will affect every conversation you have mm-hmm. until you get rid of that anger, <laughs> you know, until you share or get that resentment out. And I think similarly, you know, if we have, um, on a great place spiritually and being fed spiritually, that will also influence every relationship or interaction I have that day as well too. Yeah. That's why it's so important to start with prayer, right? I mean, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to see the version of myself I would present to the world without bringing God into the picture first thing. So that's yeah, exactly. And, and Josh just mentioned prayer. And, um, so we usually close each of our segments with our guests with some prayer. And so John, we're going to give you the choice. Do you have a favorite prayer that you'd like us to say, or would you like to lead us in prayer? Or would you like to um, have us pray? What would you like to do at this point as we close out our time with you? Why don't you just pray? Um, what, whatever you, you, have on your mind right now okay and i'll listen that's great because you gave us some great food for thought as you shared that so thank you that's beautiful okay so in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen amen Amen. heavenly father we praise you we praise you for men out there like john who are supporting catholic radio um, who are changing lives by sharing catholic radio with others who are walking into their vocations and their roles as parents and as employers um, just with the holy spirit um, just taking charge and taking charge of their lives and sharing truth with so many others. So we thank you for John. We thank you for so many of our listeners. And Lord, we especially thank you for the fact that you sent us your Holy Spirit. And as we get ready for Pentecost this Sunday, mm. um, just with the, the birth of our church and the beginning of just this beautiful relationship that each one of us as Christians get to have with the Holy Spirit, we just thank you, Lord, for the gift of your Holy Spirit. And, um, so we just say, come Holy Spirit. It's one of the oldest prayers out there, Lord. And we just ask you to just send your Holy Spirit. We say, come Holy Spirit. Just come Holy Spirit. Amen. And I'll just throw out one last prayer myself. I'll just say, remember, most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thine help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly unto thee, a virgin of virgins, our mother. To thee do we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O mother of the word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer us, and help us get that very last donor, too. 
We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I love the fact that we can pray to God, and He's real, and we can throw in extra things. I, I, I taught my husband once, you can pray for anything. He said, really? I said, yeah, you can pray for anything you want. So it's great. John, thank you for being on with us today. Thank you. Thank you. You, you have a great day. You too. God bless. God bless, buddy. Oh, that was beautiful. That was really nice. That was great. So we've been talking. We also talked about the Holy Spirit. I want to talk about the Holy Spirit for a few minutes. Is that okay? Okay. So, um, what's cool about the Holy Spirit is that um, I've been doing some teaching on the Holy Spirit to a couple of different groups, um, especially because we've got Pentecost coming up on Sunday, Mm -hmm. and we've got this amazing gift of the Holy Spirit. And a lot of people don't realize that the Holy Spirit, just like with Jesus, was with God from the beginning. You know when. When um, the spirit that, fluttered over the waters. Yes. Yep. And so, you know, when the um, when the priest took you from Genesis all the way to Revelation, yeah. right? And Genesis in the very beginning, if you look at the language, it says we, 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 because the Trinity was already there. It was Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were there from the very beginning, and mm. a lot of people didn't realize that. But in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit just came down upon people based on God sending the Holy Spirit. So there were some people who had the Holy Spirit for a long time. There were some people who never got the Holy Spirit at all. Some people got the Holy Spirit and then got it taken away from them, like Saul, mm. um, the first king of Israel. But it wasn't until Pentecost. It wasn't until the death, the crucifixion, crucifixion death, and resurrection of Jesus, and then the ascension of Jesus. When he, when Jesus ascended, he said, wait here, I've got a great gift for you. The Father is sending you. I've got a promise from the Father for you. And that was the Holy Spirit. And so at Pentecost, which is this coming Sunday, when we celebrate it, at Pentecost is when we got the Holy Spirit. And we each get the Holy Spirit. When we're baptized, we get the Holy Spirit. When we're confirmed, the Holy Spirit is strengthened within us. And so what's so cool about the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit does so much for us. He guides our lives he, um, in, there are the sevenfold virtues that you can read about in Isaiah, you know, that virtue of counsel, which is so cool how the Holy Spirit lets you, helps you. There's a quote from um, Pope Francis, and I forgot to grab it, but talks about how that, that, um, that gift of counsel helps you to prepare your heart to receive and to hear and guide your mind to be able to follow what God's will is for you in your life. Mm-hmm. And that ties into a, um, the reading from today, the gospel from today. And I listened to Bishop Barron this morning. Um, he gives uh, his daily mass and he, and he quotes from that gospel when we, he read the gospel and you know, it's the gospel that says that when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. And he was saying this, this was Jesus speaking to Peter. These were the words of Jesus speaking to Peter. And so Jesus was, uh, most of us think that that's because Peter was going to be crucified um, and he was talking about not wanting to go. But it also means that when you're older and you allow yourself, when you're maturely more mature in the spirit, you allow yourself, you allow Jesus and the Holy Spirit to work through you and take you where he will. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk more about that actually next week. So if you want to tune in next Wednesday into Shelter in Peace, Josh and I will be there and we're going to talk more about that. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit leads you to do amazing things if and when you let him do that. So Annie, do we have any final updates as we close out we this do. hour? We do, we do. So our listeners came through for us and we wow. were able to get that extra $1,000. We wanna say thank you to Dorothy O in Smyrna, Patrice M in Sandy Springs, John L in Alpharetta, Evelyn W. in Doraville, Kim J. in Woodstock, and Laura L. in Sandy Springs. You guys are amazing, and we're so, so blessed to have you listening to us. Thank you so much. One of you want to ring that bell? Because we met that. 
awesome, awesome. Ooh. It's not too late. You can still call in and donate. We are gladly still taking your calls. 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. Thank you, Mari and Josh. As always, it's been another incredible hour. And we'll be back after the Angelus for another live hour. So please stay with us and tune in. And we can't wait to join you again. Thank you. <laughs>